welcome to another episode of Network Special, episode ten. Yeah, you know this time. Um, and uh, yeah, our show. What is our show? Our show is a show that talks about other shows, mm-hmm. right? Shows from from long ago. I mean, sometimes we can. We, I mean, there's no reason why we can't watch a show that just came out. We're not today, right? but we could. We could. Absolutely. I just want everybody um, out there to know that we could if we wanted to. Yeah, so stop saying we can't. <laughs> stop <laughs> right. writing in the comments. You're like, being... oh, you won't do one of these new shows. You're only doing all this. Uh, but it's a show about the golden age of appointment television where you had to pull out your little TV guide and mm. check out what the VCR plus code was so that you could watch your show. The what? If you, Sorry. <laughs> what now? The what VCR plus code. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me finish this, and then I'll get into VCR+. Plus. I feel like I vaguely uh, remember this. Okay. What I meant to say was you get your TV guide out to see what was coming up the next week, and you had to watch it when it aired, unless you had a v- VCR. Um, otherwise, you might not ever see it again because it was a special TV show. Um, uh, but now with the magic of the Internet, you can watch these things over and over. Um, I don't even know if I fully explained what I'm talking about in there. But let's just skip over to... It wasn't your best, but sadly, wasn't your worst. (laughs) That is sad. Uh, VCR Plus. So, on the TV guide, you know, you... My dad would, you know, say he would watch... He would flip to the TV guide, see what was coming up. He would go to his VCR. He would type in, like, oh... uh, He would program it to say, like, okay, on Sunday at... You know, nine thirty. Yeah. Uh, this is coming on. Yeah. I want you to start recording. So he would then he would put a blank tape in, and then it would automatically start recording whatever. Yeah, our, channel ours did was that. Programmed right. Now VCR Plus came along. It was a technology that existed, where you could hook it up to your um, VCR, and they had a deal with TV Guide, and next to each TV show on TV Guide there would be a little four-digit code or something. Uh, and you could type that code into your VCR Plus uh, little touchpad thing, and then it would automatically set up your VCR for that It's kind of smart, actually. Yeah, it's cool. And, it, and it, obviously it was just a, like whatever numbers you typed in there. Uh, it wasn't like connected or something. It just whatever numbers they typed into TV Guide... When you type those in, it corresponded to whatever setting that would have been on your VCR. Right. I found I found one of these at uh, the thrift store recently. Did you buy it? No, because um, I don't subscribe to TV Guide anymore. <laughs> so, quitter. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I was I was like twenty five years in. <laughs> I was no, you I was weren't. just about to get my 26 year <laughs> your anniversary chip. gift. Your chip. Yeah, yeah. And you know, cuz they don't do it at 25 like like normal they're special TV guys, so they're 26 year anniversary and I just said I couldn't do it. <laughs> because I can go to tvguide.com for free, so. Right. You're special. Um, exactly. So um so what what are we talking about this week? This is we're in deep into November, okay? We're like in November, hardcore into November, okay? Yep. And we did um, National Lampoon's Thanksgiving Family Reunion. We did that one. We did. Um, which we thought that this would be a good opener to our November, uh, potentially end of October <laughs> um, show. I couldn't remember when it's going to air. Because uh, we're recording this, of course, like I revealed in the last. Yeah, quit pulling back episode. the curtain, man. Sorry, sorry. I f- I'm feeling very wizardy today. Um, and uh, and then we went to the jerk too, which is not a Thanksgiving thing. So I thought we better do one more Thanksgiving thing. Uh, I think he eats a tur- turkey sandwich in one of the scenes. If that helps, that is true. Um, so I thought we better do something Thanksgiving. And what more? Thanksgiving, like how more, th- how Thanksgiving can you get? How Thanksgiving, how much Thanksgiving year, year could you be? Can you get then um, another horror movie? <laughs> this is not a horror movie, but it in its own way, it's it is a horror movie. 
this is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We did one last year mm-hmm. uh, with the guest who shall not be named, uh, with the host who shall not be named. What? And <laughs> He um, hasn't been excommunicated. He didn't personally wrong you, did he? Um, in, in, in the last week, he really made me angry. Is that true? Um, no. I can tell um, you live in Florida because, like, you refuse to honor your history and talk about it and teach it. And I'm, I'm up here to say, I think you should say his name and, and, uh, no, you're saying no. Uh, well, I don't want to be fired, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't say um then you're canceled either you're gonna get yourself fired or you're canceled you have to pick uh so anyways macy's thanksgiving day parade this is the 71st annual the year is 1997 Mm -hmm. and um if you if you go and look online to find this um you'll see that this um the main copy that i could find is a re like I don't know if it's a rebroadcast or like I can't understand. Like it says, um, an NBC. It says recorded from an earlier live broadcast. So maybe yeah, this was what? like played later in the day. Yeah, it must have been like in the middle of the night or something. Yeah, like we're and filling w- time which, and we're gonna show this again. And it's a little sad because there are some like really insane moments that happen in this year. That you do not see in this broadcast. Well, that's because people weren't thankful for them. Like what? Yeah. Give me an example of something crazy that so, happened in 97. And, and the truth is, I don't, I'm not 100% sure if um, the, I'm not 100% sure if the, um, if they were in the live broadcast either. But I'm assuming because there were multiple accidents that happened during this year's parade. Ooh, do um, tell. It's one. This is one of the most infamous parades. Um, <laughs> it's a. There's not that many. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's. I don't know. I like. I'm on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade fan wiki. Uh, so there's a lot. No, I'm but, saying there's not that many infamous parades. Are there? Uh, there might there might be. I'd have to go through the whole wiki, and I'm not ready to do that. So here here's a list of the incidents, okay? And 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 I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna I'm gonna say every incident that happened, okay? And you're gonna go. We should not say all of this stuff because it's too much. But I don't care. I'm gonna go through every incident that happened. Are you sure you want to do that? I do. Are you ready? Starting at the top, the ice cream cone. The ice cream cone balloon faced turbulence along the parade route. Causing the bottom of the cone to partially deflate while passing through Times Square, the balloon knocked over its pilot, who was able to bounce back with no injuries. Its pilot? Okay. Is that just yeah. a guy holding onto the rope? Yeah. Like steering it? The Arthur balloon's left arm was damaged by a tree. However, it did not affect the balloon's flight. His left ear was also deflated, which you do see in this broadcast. The ABC balloons, despite their small size, they accompanied the AB, the Big Bird balloon. They were still damaged. The C balloon was removed from the lineup some t- somewhere between Times Square Which and one? Herald the C bird? The C balloon. The C balloon. From the, from the ABC uh, balloons that mm-hmm. accompanied Big Bird. Garfield's, Garfield's tail was deflated overnight, <laughs> and his left back paw was spared because of its Typical. helium during the march. Typical for um, him. The Peter Rabbit balloon was punctured, nearly punctured, by several lampposts, including the lamppost that would later be knocked down by another balloon, which we will talk about. Flying fish uh, novelty balloon was shredded by overnight gusts of wind. The Good balloon God. was unable to be repaired. What, which, pe- what is the name of this Wikipedia you're reading? <laughs> this is a fandom.com, okay? Pink Panther was one of the toughest balloons to handle due to its size. Gusts of winds would cause the balloon to continuously lurch forward and backward, knocking down its handlers repeatedly. It faced the most turbulence. In an attempt to stabilize the balloon, an NYPD officer stabbed its tail, which proved successful. Um, It was pierced by a streetlight in Times Square, tearing a hole in the balloon. Wow. 
NYPD balloon. This uh, sounds officers awesome. I would have loved to be here for the, all this. <laughs> help to deflate the balloon by stabbing it, stabbing <laughs> the carcass. During the collapse, the balloon almost suffocated a mother and her daughter who were handling the balloon. And another report stated that Handler was knocked unconscious. The quick bunny was unable to oh enter my God. during his planned position as a result of the handler struggling to keep the balloon in line. Due to this, the balloon was moved to the Barney balloon's position. Quick Bunny's left ear was punctured by a tree and deflated. The balloon suffered further damages where the hat was torn open. And in spite of the damages, the balloon continued to fly. Did you um, know all this when this was chosen? Yes. I mean, I okay, knew I wanna, some of it. I want to hear the rest. This. And okay. I don't know how far through the list you are, but... This is already a major shit show. So Barney, due to the quick Bunny's delayed start, the Barney's balloon was moved to behind the Westward Ho float. While traveling, uh, the balloon knocked over a tree. <laughs> no one was injured, and no damage was done to the balloon. When the balloon arrived at Times Square, the winds were getting stronger, and he started to be flown back and forth. He became so uncontrollable that some <laughs> of the handlers had to lay on the ground in order to get the balloon under control. But I like the way that makes the balloon seem like a, a living entity somehow. Barney was forced into a streetlight, tearing a massive hole in the right side of him. And the police had to stab him as well. <laughs> Man, these things are uh, really, um, like, now you can they're see, more vulnerable than I would think. I wouldn't think running into yeah. a streetlight would, like, rip it open. But Now, you, you could see this video online. I haven't watched it, but you can watch it. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, mere minutes after Sonic started its march, the balloon was pulled from the lineup because of his head being ripped open. <laughs> uh, and here is what's the worst one. This isn't even the last one, but it is the worst one. Uh, this is the worst accident in the parade's, in parade's history. The cat in the hat hit a lamppost twice. The first time, the balloon hit it, it bounced back. The second time, however, the 100-pound light fixture snapped off and fell into the crowd Injuring four people and injuring a woman who was put into a month-long coma. Oh, my God. <laughs> the lady sued Macy's for $3.5 million. However, it was settled out of court. Uh, the cat in the hat signature chapeau was deflated by a personnel as a result of the incident. And then uh, this led to new safety guidelines the following year, uh, including restrictions on balloon sizes. And he was permanently banned from the parade. <laughs> Sorry. Because he uh, was too, because it was like too big? Uh it did not violate the size limits, but they banned him because of the they did not want to, put <laughs> to else teach in the him coma. a lesson. <laughs> yeah. I'll teach First him. he messed up those kids' houses when their mom was at work. Now he's That's... like almost killing a lady, putting her in a coma. I mean he's a <laughs> sociopath. Exactly. Uh Spider Man's hands and feet were deflated as a result of the gusty winds. Uh, Bump Hay, which we'll read about later, we'll hear about later, his back legs were punctured and deflated. Oh, my God. Gust pu pushed him into the sidelines. Uh, the high winds caused him to lose his front toenails. Uh, despite the incident, the balloon remained largely intact. And then incidents didn't stop at just the giant balloons as several floats were affected by the bad weather. The father snowman on the snow family holiday float lost its head. And the Pilgrim Man toy floats hat was blown off. Um, and uh, several balloons were removed as a safety precaution following the cat in the hat incident. That includes Ebon Bear, Petula Pig, and the Snow Star novelties, the Sea Alphabet Balloon, Chloe the Holiday Clown, a Pennsylvania Dutch ornament, and a flower ornament were also removed. Um, and uh, in the aftermath, they called it the Great Balloon Mil Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> this caused them to introduce new measures to fix these things. Um, in 1998, giant balloons would be attached to two utility tractors as well as a handler pilot expansion. And then the most important rule, uh, the, the, the balloons could be no longer than 70 feet in height. 78 feet in length or 40 feet in width. Um, a lot of so that means Bugs Bunny, the Pink Panther, Betty Boop, Woody Woodpecker, and Bart Simpson. Oh my God! Were, per were permanently banned from making any further appearances. Please tell um, me you're done. In 2005, after another serious incident <laughs> occurred, more safety measures were enacted. But yeah, maybe so it's time to just end this horrible, horrible event. 
Holy crap. That was all because of wind? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, it's still going on today. There'll be one this year. <laughs> so don't get comad. I, I want to see. That's like worse than if you remember the uh, Batman in 1989, where uh, the Joker has like a parade and he's got a bunch of balloons and they all are secretly <laughs> filled with Smilex gas and he starts like gassing the crowd. I mean, this almost uh, this this Macy's parade almost approached that level of carnage. It sounds like. Well, that that as a result of that parade, they made <laughs> that, a rule that said no Smilex that Gotham parade. was allowed. Yeah, no Smilex was allowed in balloons going forward. Like, no more of this. Like, we've been fine with you having a little bit of Smilex and guessing some people. But, I mean, he went Helium over Helium works just as well. Helium works just yeah, as well. Yeah, it's just, it's senseless. It doesn't need to happen. So, what's interesting, though, is they do advertise, uh, like, the Petula Pig in the intro to this Petula. broadcast, but, but uh, Petula, the pig, Petula right. is what I'm calling Petula. it. Petula. Uh, but there, but Petula does not show up. So false advertising. She, he, Petula. Uh, oh, it's miss Petula pig. So it's a, it's a, it's a lady. Um, you know, my, my uncle, I'll, I want to tell this story. My uncle, one time we were at, um, friendlies and, uh, he ordered a quesadilla, I think, or something, and it came out. It didn't look anything like the picture or something. And he told the wait. He said to the wait waiter, "That's false advertising." <laughs> <laughs> like he was gonna sue. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm gonna call the FCC. But he should like figure out that. All food advertisements, all menu pictures, all of that. They're all like doctored and fake food. And that's it was been the way it has always been. It might have also been like that the description of the item said something and it didn't come that way. And they were like, oh, it doesn't come that way. But then it's advertised that way, you know, or something. I don't know. It was just funny. Uh, all right. Okay, so, so you're, you're uh, yeah. mentioning P- Miss Petula Pig. Yeah. Made me think of um, one of the things that I really liked about this is that it is. Uh, narrated by, hosted by, whatever, by um, the announcer for it is Don Pardo, the legendary Don Pardo, who had a you know phenomenally long career and is known very well for having been the announcer for Saturday Night Live for many years. And he's got that very, like, recognizable, like, <laughs> everything he says is like, we're going to get food. Like, and so I was really delighted what? listening. What do you want from McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. I was very delighted listening to him introduce, uh, you know, everything that was going to be happening, all the people and all the acts and all that stuff that were going to be happening in this because just a couple selections. I can either do these as Don Pardo or I can play the clip. What would you prefer? I want to, okay. I want you to do them as Don Pardo. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Do your impression of Don Pardo. So, I mean, he has to introduce all these people. So, one of them is like he's like John Tesh, <laughs> who in the '90s was a thing, a person that was like allowed to be around and be on camera a lot. So, yeah, sure. um, he was no, on uh, Entertainment Tonight, right? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, Deborah Gibson, who is Debbie Gibson, <laughs> and no, no, no. I trying, think she grew up. Yeah, she's she trying to up. be, uh, yeah. you know. She's trying to be a woman now. And so that was good. Um, I liked when he said, the all new Captain Kangaroo. Um, and I just like, he must have <laughs> felt so stupid, so dumb introducing this stuff. Uh, one of my favorites that he introduced was Hip Hop Kids, <laughs> which is like, I guess that's the name. Is that a name of like an official group? I don't know because I don't think they're in it. No, they're not in our broadcast. Yeah, no. I was waiting to see them. I was very upset because I am a hip-hop kid. Hip-hop and kids! <laughs> and then I liked when he has to do a rundown in the opening introduction, too, of the, the balloons. And the way he says it is, he says, giant character balloons! <laughs> and then he names a bunch of them. A couple of which you mentioned, which were uh, 
bumpy and like it's just he can't not do that voice because that's what he does that's his style miss patula pig that's the only reason i knew to correct the way you were saying it is because don pardo god rest yeah but if he says bumpy that's wrong it's bumpy well maybe he doesn't (laughs) says you don't know if he says bumpy then from there that moment forward it's bumpy because he's great hip-hop kids this made me think i was laughing Part of it is uh, I'm going to pull back the curtain more. Uh, Many years ago, Nathan had this comedy show, which was really great with um, with a guy that that we were friends with. Uh, I don't know if I should say his name, but he had this comedy show and they did this sketch where (laughs) um, they did an introduction to their live sketch show and they played it at the uh, it was like opening credits. And it was done in the style of Saturday Night Live. And there was somebody who was that Nathan? Somebody was on the the comedy video. You should post that when we put this episode up because I think it's really funny. There's a Don uh, Pardo introducing, and he's like, Nathan oh, Shear, Matt. I think it was me. Should I not I say his me. name? Matt, it's Matt Iyer, who is a really funny dude who I yes. haven't seen in a long time, and I wish I would. But um, he 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 refuses to respond. Yeah. to my attempts to reach to him. So. He's kind of, yeah. But uh, I love him and I miss him. If you hear this, he's, Matt, he's kind of JD. He's like the JD Salinger of uh, the local <laughs> comedy scene. Apparently he's not, he's, uh, you know, doesn't show himself anymore. But, but anyway, that was you that did the Jimmy part that Jimmy, I keep saying Jimmy Pardo, Don Pardo. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. God, I love, but I just love Don Pardo. Like, and I like yeah. that Daryl Hammond, who's the, now the announcer because Don Pardo is dead. Uh, does kind of he does kind of a Don Pardo impression almost in do being the announcer for Saturday Night Live now. Yeah, um, that's his whole like. That's the only thing like, and they never said anything, right? Like they never said that it was Daryl Hammond, right? They never said like they never were like, and now Daryl Hammond, no, <laughs> like no. Know. And he, it may be one of those things that he did it like super Don Pardoe at the beginning and then like has done it a little bit less so as time goes on. Okay. But there was a thing where Don Pardo, uh, when he was still the announcer for Saturday Night Live, like if he was sick or couldn't record or whatever, uh, there were a couple of times that Daryl Hammond stood in and did it and no, nobody said it was like a, you know, a backup announcer doing it. It was just him yeah. like doing his best Pardo impression and trying to yeah. make sure people didn't know. Anyway. It was worth it to just to hear him say hip hop kids. And I really <laughs> want to know who the hip hop kids are. So whenever we do these big, long, like variety type shows, we typically we try to just pick out our best moments, our favorite yeah. moments, as opposed to running down every freaking. Yes. Tr- boring piece. So uh, we, we've been tasked with picking our five favorite moments. And for me, this was so hard. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was so hard because there was almost nothing in this that I liked. And I had to reach so hard to find something that was just. And and here's the thing. I found little like moments or single lines of things that were said that I'm like, that's entertaining for the. Well, the like, the, like in the, the last one that we did, the first one that we ever did, there was there was stuff in it that was really funny because it was really bad and and or it was like insensitive or you know like yeah it's just it was just really like this was just not fun it was not it was just boring <laughs> and there wasn't even anything that, that was so bad that you that i would put it on the list as like oh yeah this part's hilarious because it's so bad this was just so boring like i i didn't realize like i know that they're always doing musicals in these parades but I felt like this one like was just only music. It's just an advertisement for Broadway. It's I mean, like that's what this one that's Broadway what this... show after another after another, and then like some marching bands mixed in, and I'm like, this is brutal. So I talked about last episode. I talked about my hatred of musicals, and I said I would get into that here. Let me do that before we jump in, please, because I I like okay. musicals, so I'm interested to hear. So. One thing about them is, and I know that it is a genre, okay? I know musical music is a genre. I understand that. Um, but I feel like of all musical genres that there are in the world, 
the musical genre has not advanced at all past vaudeville times. <laughs> oh, like, that's not true. <laughs> it feels and and um, okay. To be fair, partly it's because a lot of these shows have been running for fifty years. You know. Well, yeah. If all you watch so, is like cabaret and I'm and, saying, I'm saying, yes, yes. I I understand that. I'm just saying, like. Like when you when you watch like, like even like in a Disney move, movie where the songs, where they're not musicals but the songs there's a lot of songs in them, and it's not something specialized like, um, say like in Canto or something where the music is supposed to be a certain genre, you know, genre uh-huh. so that it's not as musical ish, but you can hear the influences. Yeah. But in a movie like Frozen or something where the music is a little bit more. Um, musical esque, you know, esque like that kind of stuff. Like, it just, it just to me, it doesn't. It sounds like, okay. Like if I listen to hip hop from the eighties, right? When it, you know, seven, late seventies, eighties, when it started, and I listen to hip hop today, there's a definite like progression. Yes. Okay. Yes. If if I if I went back to the future. And played a song from today, people pe- back to the past. People in the past would say, "What is this? This is not rap music, right? Because it's so different, right?" Mm-hmm. They would understand that. But music, musical music, I feel like it is still drawing on its influences and still doing it. As, because my theory is okay. My theory is is that musicals are like is like music and comedy for rich people. Okay. Like this is like like the jokes are just like not funny at all. It's all what? like that is the wink. broadest like, that like, is the broadest like generalization I've ever heard in my life. Just wait, like everything's like a wink, like oh hmm, oh and like and, and people are just <laughs> roaring with laughter with every like twist and turn of someone's like side eye look like you know, like everything's like a like, like all of these, like all of the comedy in these things. It's just like, well, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Everything is like just so broad and and it's like I just picture people who don't know anything about what's funny and who are just out of touch with modern society. That you know, with like everyday middle class living that. <laughs> This is what they think oh life is God. like, you know, like, gosh, this tight that Titanic one. Well, like, yeah, I, if you go see stupid, sh- stupid crap. But you said okay, on the last well, episode, I mentioned is. Hamilton and you were like, oh, I refuse to watch. Like, yeah, okay, if you refuse that, to watch reason. things that are like changing the form, like, OK, have you ever uh, okay, seen? But, have you ever but, seen Rent? Just wait. Hold on a second. I OK. I appreciate Hamilton for that purpose. That it's a different form. I hate that uh, rich people have like taken to it <laughs> uh, and and sort of like pulled the wrong stuff from it. I think probably. But what do you what, um, like? What like okay like rent like what's rent like what's what's one of the like what's the song in rent that's uh like nine hundred seven five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred minutes. <laughs> it's it's such a boring. It's so boring. Well, if you don't have the context of understanding the meaning of it in the show, you could say anything's boring because you don't understand what it's saying. Okay, but in my opinion, there have okay, so there have been some musicals that I do like, right? Like I enjoyed, um, I mean, like like for instance, like I did enjoy like that uh, movie, um, and it's not a musical, so it's not fair, I guess, but. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Like, like it, it, they weren't talking to each other in song, were they? Or did they? They did, didn't they? That movie sucks. I'm not saying the movie is good. I'm saying I Matt, like the music. I, I don't know if I can do this with you anymore. 
<laughs> I like the Beatles. I like that music. I like all the air, the stuff from that era. I like so I can enjoy the songs. But if it is going, so you to just be like jukebox musicals where it's like a bunch of songs that are yeah, that you've heard. Right That's all you I'm like. Sure. And trust me, no, no. So go see listen. Jersey Boys or go see that listen, Billy Joel listen. thing. No, no, and no, moving out. Listen to me. When there was, when there was, uh, there's clips from musicals like that jukebox musicals in this yes there are i thought i thought to myself oh man the people who like this are the worst of the but or are the worst because they're the ones who it's like they're like they're if they're at a club they won't dance unless they know the song you know like that kind of person right they don't understand dance music as the thing so like i was hating on that person just like you just did but I, the truth is like i think i am that person well, I'm not hating on. I'm not hating on. I'm not hating on anyone. You are. <laughs> you, you said things like this. You took like a, a an entire genre of like performance and music, and you said they're all like stupid jokes. <laughs> like they're all like wink, wink, haha. Which I didn't even understand what the hell you were talking about then. I, I have no idea. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm formulating this opinion as I say it. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. Have you ever seen Avenue Q? You'd probably, you, maybe you'd like that, or Book of Mormon, oh, or I don't want to see puppets saying dirty words. That's it's, not what it is, though. It it, it it may as well be. It's actually like a, a story about like you know life in this urban city street that is. Well, uh... I'm just telling you facts. <laughs> you can accept them or not. Do you want to believe the Earth is flat and that everybody, all the jokes in musicals are wink, wink, side eye? Then I don't know what to tell you. I still don't even know what that means. I hate you. Um, Anyways. And but you do admit, though, that there was not one good musical. Yes. In this thing. Yes. Yes. So do you think Chicago? I don't think it's musical. I don't even think it's possible to, like, do something like that in in that format, because it was like it felt like they gave all the performances like two minutes. And you're performing out on a city street in like a massive city street with a ton of people. There's like everything that works about theater is the reason this doesn't work in the middle of a New York City street and as part of a parade. It's just nothing about the uh, the environment of it works. And so it always just looks weird and feels weird. What was the one show? It's called like Sideshow. Hip hop kids. What? (laughs) It was like Sideshow. And it was like. People freak. dressed in like Pharaoh face, like <laughs> freak. Was it freak show? No, sideshow. They're like dressed up as Egyptians. Well, there was something freak show ish in this, isn't there? I don't know. There's sideshow was one of them. There was like, uh... I mean, I, okay. I don't mind the sound of music. I don't oh mind. Oh my it. god, I, that's I, the musical you like? <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to be. I don't want to go to the show. I don't want to watch the movie. But I don't mind that song that was in there, right? Okay, I'm gonna sum up your opinion. You ready? <laughs> I don't like musicals because um, they are hoity-toity and for rich yes. people. But yes. I, so I don't like Hamilton or Rent. Yes. But I like the sound of music. That's what you've said. No, I said I liked the song. That one song what was it. Uh, a few of my f- favorite things. I don't give a shit what it was. <laughs> I've never Peter seen Pan, that movie, I'm and I never will. I'm not interested in Peter Pan. The Peter Pan like play that that is from. It was like something I really liked as a kid because it was on TV, and we should do that yeah. as an episode, honestly. But uh, oh, with Mary Martin, you have want you, me you, to do? You want me to do that? Have you never seen it? Uh, no, oh, God. I know what now, it is, based on everything you've just said about musicals, there's nothing on earth I want more than for us to do that as an episode. <laughs> I would love uh, to have that episode happen. Um, all right. Well, tell me something that you did like then. How about that? All right. So let's get into what would you write we'll down one after the other. So first thing I liked um, because it was the the only moment in the show that was genuinely funny. And sadly, the audio cut out. <laughs> On it at the end, uh, but it was Andy Richter in a helicopter, yeah, uh, commenting on the parade route. Uh, and and of course we would like that one. Yes. Um, 
yeah, I thought it was funny. He was saying funny things. Um, it had like the, you know, like this whole show is them like just talking about how great this thing is, even though people are dying and going to comas. The, the <laughs> balloons are shredding. Smilex gas is being They're released tearing on everyone. the city apart. <laughs> but but he's actually like, you know, commenting on the kind of, you know, the, the he's taking a sideways glance. A wink, wink. Ha ha. I haven't changed since vaudeville kind of approach to it. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. So something. You, that was that was one thing I I liked. I didn't write that down, but I did like that. And I because I like Andy Richter, obviously, and I'm a huge Conan, Conehead. All right. A couple things I wrote down. So, um, I mean, I wrote down some things that entertained or perplexed me. So they were like moments I was like, that's interesting. Um. One of them just, is just what just do one. One will do. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Um, so Al Roker, who's one of the hosts. Yeah. Along with Willard Scott. Rest last in peace. year for this was last year for Willard Scott. Oh, was it? Yeah. Which is really funny because um, he is gushing about how much he loves this job. Yeah. I, I had um, a couple different times where I was wondering if, like, are they, do they, were they forced to do this? Like, <clears throat> you're in an NBC contract. This is a thing you need to do. Or is, like, do you think they got paid additionally to do it? Um, I guess they just are, they just have to do it. No, this is their job. Like, like it's always the good morning America people. Yeah. Okay. Because Matt, Matt Lauer, um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt Lauer is who does it next the next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I liked the moment where Al Roker was introducing someone and he said, I'm with a woman that's been called the most complete and gifted female singer of her generation. (laughs) I just want that to sink in the most complete and gifted female singer of her generation. So you're like nineties. Okay. Oh, so he's with Whitney Houston, or he's with Mariah Carey, or he's with Celine Dion, or he's with Bonnie Raitt, or he's like, I, I, I mean, I'm just like, and he goes on, and we're not just talking country music, like, oh, he's with Dolly Parton, okay. No, he's with Winona Judd. <laughs> Has anyone ever called her that? I don't know. It, Has I, anyone ever a- called her the most complete and gifted female singer of her generation? I, I, I'm maybe, serious. Right? I, I, like, I, is she that? I, I didn't realize she was that. I maybe I don't know. I, I don't really know. Like, I I know that that name means something like it's a name that I recognize, you know, like, yeah. otherwise, if it's if it's a country, if it's country music and I recognize the name, then it must be either the worst music ever made or it's someone who's super famous. Like, that's how I would know them. So I, I, I like that moment just because it was like a. a one of many examples of just like the the dialogue that these hosts are are told to say is just so terrible. And I have a moment here shortly. I'll I'll say um, okay. where you, it feels like they're openly kind of like mocking mocking it. So anyway, but I just like how stupid and over the top and schmaltzy it was. Go ahead. I yeah. There's there's a bunch of times in this like where they're having to like you know like there's one time where he's like introducing like soap opera stars you know and he's having to fluff them up but yep. of course they're like they're like losing their they, they can't control themselves you, you see you remember this scene where i have a so clip like, of this one okay so I, I will not talk about it then um okay so my second one is and these aren't in any particular order except uh i guess they're in the order that they appear but they they are not in you know order of preference sure um but and remember how i said earlier how it's i was having a hard time finding stuff and i wanted to find stuff that i liked versus like stuff that was just so bad that you have to see it because there wasn't enough of those so um i i i gotta say i i loved the deborah gibson float i was into i love that song oh my god that's something i I wrote down but because i thought it was silly i love the i love in my you know only in my my dreams dreams. but i i have to say okay it was a new remix of it and I liked it, and then she started rapping. 
And when that <laughs> happened, I immediately got down on my hands and knees and prayed for the hip hop kids to show up. Hip hop kids! <laughs> because I did not enjoy that part at all. Hip hop Deborah! Um, yeah, it's it, it made me go and look up. I'm like, this song wasn't new in 1997. Why the hell is she singing this? Because and I went and looked it up and I found out she re-recorded it in 97 then another time after that for albums. Yeah, and like I'm like, the, come on, Debbie, Deborah. No, this is this was like, how can I come back? No one's going to care about my music. How could I be new and fresh by doing a song? It came out in 1986 originally. Yeah. So it's 11 years old at this point. Like, And I love that it's song. It's weird. Uh, the original in particular. But like I said, I'm reaching here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, okay. I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about that moment you were talking about. So there's a moment when uh, Al Roker and mine aren't all Al Roker moments, but when he was uh, interviewing this list of people from like different uh, soap operas, like three different soap operas that were on NBC uh, one of them was Sunset Beach, and one of them was I can't remember. All I, I I wrote down that he introduces one of them as he's like you know this guy from this and this lady from this, and he says and the always dangerous Linda Dano. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is Linda Dano? There's so many people that, in this, and I'm like, they, they were never Dano? they were never heard from again. But the the moment where he's he's trying to talk to this group of um of soap opera actors, and they're just like not listening to him at all. And no. it feels like he's like, he's trying to calm them down. And, and he basically is like, sounds like he's probably actually frustrated. And, uh, and then is playing it like he's joking. So that's, that, uh, that's a moment that I enjoy. People think so, but no, walks through fire, oceans, cars, airplanes. Yeah. I'm dying here. Yeah, yeah, you are. I'm, trying, I'm trying to get a word in and I'm jump dying. Jump in, jump in. Fall off that roof. <laughs> <laughs> Land on, on, on this street. How, you how are you, how are you guys yeah, so in case you couldn't make out what was happening there, Al, Al Roker is like hopelessly flailing around trying to get these like soap opera actors to listen to him and answer the question. They're just talking back and forth and laughing. And he finally just goes, uh, hello, hello, <laughs> uh, I'm Doing asking a, show a question. <laughs> By the way, like... like the audio for this was miserable. Like you could not hear anyone talking over the crowd. Yeah, I know. Or the music, or a lot. Like, like th th this was like, I mean, at one point, Willard Scott is talking without a microphone, and Katie Couric puts the microphone up to his mouth. <laughs> like these are professionals yeah, who, like, this is their only job. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, hello, hello. <laughs> but he sounded like, and he tried to play it like he was joking, but he sounded like he was actually, like, annoyed. So I loved that. No, he was absolutely like, I got a show to do like, here, you God, idiots. you idiots. Like, you can <laughs> gaggle on, like, off screen, but we're, like, on national television right now. Anyway. All right, so my my third thing, and this is, again, I said, like I said, I am reaching. <laughs> okay? Um, I got to say... I kind of enjoyed the Backstreet Boys song. Oh boy, that's you know whatever. Okay, this was this I, had to have been right when they started becoming like big, right? Um, ninety eight and ninety nine were like their big years. I think two thousand. No, I think this is after. I think this is after. Uh, I think this is like right on the edge of them of it all ending. No, let me, let me just look. Let me just. Look. I distinctly remember them still like being all over the place and being played like because I graduated high school in '99 and they were still very popular. They were still dominating TRL with NSYNC. So in ninety ninety, oh okay, never mind. So ninety seven, uh, and ninety six is when their first album is released. Okay. So, um, so in ninety, yeah. Okay, no. So this is actually before they're massive because Millennium comes afterwards. Yeah, that's like ninety nine ish, I think. Yeah. So, so, so this is before then. Um, I was thinking this was 
a little bit later. But it makes sense that um, my guess is superstardom level. They're not on one of these. That's why I'm saying that is like this has to yeah, be the so, very be- this. Yeah. This is like the beginning of the like big rise to yeah, major yeah. superstardom because they wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't I be on this. Hate, I, I don't. They wouldn't I be don't, sharing a bill with hip hop kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to, you know, boy bands from that era necessarily, but I, I, uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it made me think, uh, I, I don't hate this stuff as much as we all joked about it. All right. That's fair. Yeah. That's nice. Um, thank you. Thank you. See now you you're making me feel bad because a lot of minor things that I thought were like silly or or funny no, for the wrong reason. If no, th- I'm glad that you have those because that's what I always look for to do, and I just couldn't. I was just so angry during most of this <laughs> that I couldn't even like enjoy the like like fake enjoy it. You know. So one thing I thought was funny is they obviously when they have this, the producers and the writers or whoever they have. Um, are like faced with, okay, we have this big block of time that we have to fill. So we got to do things. So we're going to do like the Andy Rick, Andy Richter thing. We're going to cut away to that for a few minutes or whatever. So they have to put together a lot of commentary and a lot of like cutaway things. One of the, one of the little cutaway segments they do, Willard Scott is like, uh, you know, uh, narrating this, like, let's look at this in-depth, thing about how the Macy's inflation crew like blows up the balloons. And it's like, let's see what happens behind the scenes. And then the entire thing is just him going like they start, they inflate the legs. And once the legs (laughs) are inflated, they move on and inflate the torso. Yeah. (laughs) And the torso takes a little bit longer because it's bigger than the legs. And then the hands come next. And that's like the whole thing. And then he's like, and then it has uh, this much gas in it, and we're done. And it's like the most yeah. useless cutaway ever. Uh, it, but it was the like Spider-Man the, one. It's the Spider-Man one, right? Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah. But the the Macy's inflation crew. I just like that term, and I like that they got their moment in the sun. And they they were probably thrilled that they were on camera uh, doing that. So it's a nice good little shout them. out moment. I like that. Yeah, good for them. They're probably still but, talking about it, don't you think? Oh, no question. You know, I was part of the massacre, the 97 (laughs) balloon massacre. Let's really quick. I want to talk about the balloons a little bit in that um, we we know of all the troubles that they caused. What's interesting is that they since a lot of these balloons were just trashed or whatever, like they actually had to show us video clips of the balloons because they had. The script in the script, they were supposed to talk about these things, but they didn't show up. So instead of like just riffing about something else, they're like, no, we'll just we'll keep talking about it. We'll just show clips from them. So they would just be like, oh, and here comes the sonic balloon. Not really. This is from a videotape earlier. (laughs) This was in a cornfield when we were testing it (laughs) three weeks ago. Here's what we would have said if it did fly right by us. (laughs) And. (laughs) And what's funny is like you know the wind and everything like you, you know you heard all the problems. If you watch like people are and people under these balloons are scrambling. These things are like just they're like it's like a drunk driver. Like <laughs> people are like running like they're like for their lives like just pulling these <laughs> balloons around. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, you don't know at all that this there's like this c- complete chaos going on cuz they're just showing like clips that were shot 2 weeks ago. Helium test clips that were never intended to see the light of day. So it's a good time. So my fourth one, my next one, I want to I want to play this clip for you um, so you can hear what I'm talking about here. Again, I'm reaching. But <laughs> the reason why I liked this, this came right after the Backstreet Boys and right like right. Uh, so Backstreet Boys video clip of Sonic going by. Oh yes, I hope. And I think then, you're about to say exact one that I wrote. And then, uh, put on a happy face, which is I don't know who it is. It's it's people are dancing to this thing, and the music sounds like uh, something you'd hear walking past a booth in old school Epcot, like just this really super electronic 
electronic music version of put the song put on a happy face and um i enjoyed this for that purpose and i'm gonna play it now so you can hear It also kind of sounds like music that you that you would play while you're playing Sonic. Yeah, it sounds like video <laughs> game music somehow. Yeah. You gotta describe the outfits that these people are wearing. Uh, they're wearing um, different colors of shirts with a happy face on them. Just like a big, giant happy face. Very bright colors. Big Everyone emoji. has pom poms. This is this was the emoji before emoji. Yes. And it's impressively coordinated, the dance, the dancing they're doing. Yeah, they just marched their way into a smiley face. I love it. All right. So, so yeah, I liked this uh, kind of nostalgic, like like you said, video game music, like, um, thing. Let, let's talk about the marching bands really quickly, which were for the most part just a real drag (laughs) all the same pretty much i was in marching band and i know the music it all sounds the same right i like marching bands the the place that i like marching bands is like at a football game and not even necessarily like like, i like them when they're like in the stands playing and like pumping people up sure and not like on the field doing formations and stuff but that it might as well just be the drums right right that's what i like uh, yeah but what i'm saying is is like you know and it's kind of fun to watch like ohio state band like do something interesting with with but the real truth is when you watch all of these bands go by these marching bands they all do the same things the only ones that are interesting and fun to watch are the black ones yes like the drum lines and stuff like this this is actually true in the musical, like in all of the musicals. The only ones that were any interesting to me were ones that were they were primarily black dancers or singers because the music was the music was different. It didn't have that same sound. It, you know, it was, um, you know, it was just. <laughs> you are like, really aiming for the the musical theater like, industry that, on this episode. You're really just, grinding. It, to your... me, it's like it, it make it, it makes sense. It's like black people like absolutely are progressing forward the musical and the marching band and thinking about how to do these things interesting and more than the than the average white guy who's like eh, this is the way it's always been is what yeah look I don't want your fancy pants I don't want your <laughs> fancy dancing uh in your marching band just get in the line do the X formation and play the uh Hang on, Sloopy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't kick your legs up. <laughs> I don't. I want to hear any of that rap crap in my uh, marching band. Yeah, Tom okay? Fullery. Yeah, like that. That's how I. That's how I feel. That's how. That's what it feels like. But then when you see them come through, the black bands come through. They're like, you know, doing cool dances, and they're like, uh, you know, the music's interesting. It's like. Like they're doing Michael Jackson versions of Michael Jackson, and it's not like um, you know the same old crap you see every time you watch one of these things. Yeah, I I, I understand that. There, so there's so much. There's so much in the this. black culture <laughs> and to black people for you know giving us what we want. Yeah, there's so much in this that it's like <laughs> a marching band. Maybe a marching band would be okay. Like we don't yeah, need, right. we don't need a, every marching band. We don't need every musical that's on Broadway. And for my money, I don't ever need to see the Rockettes. I don't need them to be referred to as the world famous oh, Rockettes. Gosh. Like I don't get it at all. And I definitely don't need them fully dressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, oh, am oh, I by right? the way, notice how in every single one of the marching bands, they're like, they're like, uh, uh, they th- this marching band like their only intro is like this marching band, um, worked thirty five hours a day 
to scrap <laughs> up of the money they could so they could show up in this parade. Like I'm so like they could be massacred <laughs> by balloons. I'm like, I'm like what? Like every single one, it was like they, these they, this this marching band sold cookies and cakes and tea. Yeah, and, it feels like, like with a major like broadcasting event like this, it has like Macy's money pumping into it, and God knows like how many like sponsors that are peppered th- throughout this. Like they should probably give like those bands a free like trip, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. like you're, they're performing for free. Right. It's not. It's, this is this isn't a missions trip. Like, like, <laughs> just. Just let just pay for them to come. Like it's like and then also they know, rounding error how much it would cost to like to bring them in. It's not a big deal. And then they also mentioned that the people like moving the balloons and stuff, they're like all volunteers. Yeah, like, I thought that was like, weird. I'm like, jo- really? I'm like, this is a job. Like I work and now I have to come in on my holiday. Yeah, and I, I have to care. Like I'm like, oh, you're oh, you're just taking volunteers. No, I'll be I'll be at home watching. Thank you. Yeah, if by that uh, measure, like they're volunteers. So when the wind starts kicking up and freaking, uh, you know, whoever, whatever animal that they're trying to control, whether it's like Snoopy or who was the one we were talking about, Miss Petula, like (laughs) they're volunteers. They should be totally entitled to just go fuck this and just let go of it (laughs) and walk away. Yeah. I'm not getting drug on asphalt by. Like a bumpy getting out of control and drag like or the cat in the hat or whatever. I'm just By yeah, the I'm way, done. Can I can I ask really quick? Why do why are why does the NYPD why do they all have knives? <laughs> I don't why, know. Where did like did they shoot the balloons? No, it says they stabbed them. They're all stabbing. What did they stab them with their billy clubs? Uh, <laughs> do they want? I don't know. They probably they have like them Rambo with, knives. They equip them with <laughs> emergency balloon stabbing knives, or they they make stations <laughs> yeah. along their parade routes, they like in case of machetes? in case of like you know rogue these balloon like, break glass and stab. These guys are like gorilla freaking uh, like Latin American like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all have butterfly knives. You didn't know that about the NYPD. <laughs> Great. Right, what's your what's your number four? Uh, what do I want to pick from this? So I I like um, I, I I keep going back to just like things that were said and th- that are hokey and weird and stupid and I'm like is that was that scripted? Um, so two examples of that. I know I'm kind of cheating by giving two. One is when Willard Scott was describing there was like a f- float thing that had some kind of like squid or octopus or giant like oh octopus. that's. That's the soap opera one. And I mean, that's they were on it later. He's talking about like how the size of it. And he says, talking about this like squid thing. He says, I wonder if people know that each of those tentacles is the size of a tugboat. And I was like, <laughs> that's a weird. I don't know. I've just never heard anyone describe something as like I've never heard uh, a tugboat used as like the unit of measure of something. So I thought that was funny. Yeah, that's again, that's right. The Titanic was at least 50 tug tugboats. Long. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear that these days. And then Katie Couric during Sonic, which I'm like, is this scripted or she's come up with this on her own? They're talking about like, oh, here comes the Sonic and uh, and he's like super quick. And they all have these like little talking points are supposed to say about the characters. And so she's talking about how fast Sonic is. And she says, Sonic, he's the Chuck Yeager of the video game set. And I was like, Chuck Yeager. I'm like, how old of a reference is that? And I looked it up. Chuck Yeager was famous for breaking the sound barrier in 1947. So 50 years before this, this parade is happening. I'm like, that's the most like that is like stuff like that throughout that is just it makes this feel so like dowdy and like time like in uh, you know you antique is what i'm trying to say not unique not unique but antique it's just like dated like as soon as she's saying stuff like i'm like chuck yeager it's like if i said oh this guy's really quick and then i just pulled the like a name of somebody from like the 1972 olympics and just like threw their name out you'd be like what like what? Could what, you have uh, said like Mario Andretti or something? Yeah, she could have said yeah, know. anything. <laughs> so say somebody from the Olympics that happened the year before this, or say <laughs> like yeah, say anything other than Chuck Yeager. And anyway, so I was like, I wonder if that was written or if that's just like something she came up with on the spot. 
Chuck Yeager sounds like uh like a uh a like late seventies rock and roll star. It does. <laughs> yes it does. Um okay, so my last my number five, my last one, and this is gonna this is a this is gonna be interesting because um of kind of everything we've said. <laughs> but like I said, I've been reaching. Um, but I gotta say, I did not hate the song that Winona sang. Oh, really? What was I, the song? I it, feel like I that, skipped through a lot of it. It's a song that Eric Clapton covered later, like later on after, you know, during his like, um, my son is passed my- away era. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sorry. that was, bef- I think that was before this. No, no. Remember, he sings. Uh, Did you know my name and all that stuff? Do you no. Know my, would oh, you know my name you know if you saw name? me? If you saw me in heaven? But I think that was before this. I think that was before '97. Let me see. Um, let me Son look, let me look famously fell out of a window that was left open by, I think, a cleaning woman in his high-rise apartment. So change the world. Let me see. Let me, oh, that's a different song. That was like '99. No, I know that. I'm saying this. That that's the song. Okay, so never mind. He he recorded that in 1990. Wait a second. If he did that in 1996, then that's the song that she sang. That is the song that she sang. Um, but it was initially. I think that's written, from the it, Powder uh, soundtrack, if I remember correctly. But it initially was uh, it was sung by her initially. Oh, okay. And then he cut. He covered it. So I guess she's just singing an older one of her. She can sing anything she wants. I've always said that she's the most complete and gifted female singer of her generation. And I'm you not. Have, and I was not just talking about country music. You have said. You that. know that I say that. You've heard me you say, say that. Yeah, I mean, ever since Al Roker said it, you've been saying it. No, since I predate that. I've been saying it since way before that. You've been saying it since 1996 when Eric Clapton <laughs> covered yeah, her song. Exactly. Yes. Who did this originally? All right. Uh, so this yeah, may be stretching too, but this this last moment, um, I, I've talked about, uh, I've talked about the the fact that like the um, the, the dialogue that they're saying is just stupid, and so. Um, this is like the only moment I heard that it felt like they were, they were like letting on that it was stupid. Maybe I'm imagining this, but okay. Katie Couric is introducing Barney and okay. she's doing the like, yeah, I've known Barney's and blah, blah, blah. And, sh- and I want you to listen. Cause one of the other two guest hosts, I think it's Willard Scott, but I can't tell for sure. Just listen, see if you can hear like what he does. Um, Cause I think he's, I think he's mocking her. This spring with his best buddies, Baby Bop and BJ. I know them well. Right now, let's listen to that super de duper superstar trio. (laughs) So, okay, it's very subtle. So you might have missed it. But she says, like, Bernie's in the super de duper de trio, like something like that. And while she's saying that, somebody goes, like, like they're like mocking what she's saying. Because what she's saying is so stupid. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay. They go super de duper de, and then they go Ugh! like it sounds like I want to believe that they're making fun of her for having to say that. No, he's doing Barney's voice. I know, but I think he's like making fun of her for having to say that, and it's like just like picked up. I'm gonna play it one more time. I want to play it one more time, and I'm gonna let the people decide. You ready? Yeah. Bob and BJ, I know them well. Right now, let's listen to that super de duper superstar trio. (laughs) It might be Roker. It sounded like a Roker there that time. But he's like, like I think he's like making fun of the whole thing. No way, because he knows how stupid it all is. He's not making fun of. He's making fun of her for having to do that. You don't think that that they do that? You don't think they no, There's all kinds think, of puns and stupid shit. You don't think they're like no. laughing at each other when no. uh, the camera's not on? No, because you heard what happened. No, they love this. No, they, they go to they go they interview Daryl Hammond. Al Roker interviews Daryl Hammond. He's doing his Clinton impression. 
and they cut to Will Willard Scott and he's doing his own Clinton impression. They love this stuff. This is like the only thing that they get. The, like the, 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 in those little tiny moments when they're riffing, that's that is all theirs. Like that's what they get. But they could they love that they're else. riffing and like being silly and making fun of each other for having no, to do their scripted sin- crap. No, they're too sincere. No, they love this stuff. What makes you think that they're too sincere? I'm not saying too sincere. I'm saying I, I mean I did say that. I'm saying I'm saying I think they love it. I don't think they hate it. I don't think they So as a standing rule from now on, when you're saying something on one of these episodes and I want to kind of like make fun, I'm just gonna go <laughs> and you'll think that I'm being like earnest and 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 and, and being real. You'll well, yes. no, I won't. I'll know what you're freaking doing. <laughs> real. Yeah, I know I know what you're doing. I'm going to choose to to live in my truth, which is Al Roker was making fun of Katie Couric and it got picked up on there. <laughs> L- let and, me say this, though. And I that's will what say I'm going to believe. All of those riffings are bad, right? But there that Willard, Willard Scott did. Uh, typically, he's just usually in these things. He's just making like sexist comments about the women you know like he did the rockets you know it's usually but in this one like so they they interview al roker's interviewing daryl hammond and he says you you have a thing about bill you have a thing about bill clinton don't you and you know that's the leading question yeah yeah like uh byron allen kind of stuff and he's like and he's like uh oh yeah i call it the the clinton switch and he does this thing and he's doing the impression. And then they cut back to Willard Scott, and he's doing a Bill Clinton yeah. impression, impression. And Katie, er- Katie Couric to like bust his balls. She's like, oh, "Who are you? What impression is yeah, that? What is that supposed and, to be?" And he doesn't go like, "Oh, that's my Bill Clinton." He goes, I- "I'm just doing an impression of myself with laryngitis." <laughs> and I thought like that was a great yes and like he yet like he went with it. Like I thought, okay, you did it. Good job, Will. Will great Willard. in the sense that he like came up with something to say but the, the exactly. comment isn't great no but it's like at least a thing it's a yes and as opposed to what it is normally like of someone just kind of go like well it's my bill clinton you don't get it or something you know <laughs> i guess anyways uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh th- thank you for tuning in um hopefully this year's macy's parade when you're it was on and you're what you're you know you're making your cranberry sauce out of uh colin's costume <laughs> um hopefully that this year's is better and it's not just all vaudeville style musicals uh unless you're ho- unless you're a rich person they're all then, winking uh, at you'll each other love them sideways <laughs> winking <laughs> stupid uh anyways uh yeah hopefully you have a good thanksgiving and um as always, go to NetworkSpecialPodcast.com uh, where you can download the show. You can go on Apple Music, your favorite podcast service, um, and subscribe. Give us some likes, some five stars, a comment. Uh, do it all. You can go to our social media, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. And you can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, we love you. Um, in your name we pray. <laughs> Amen. Amen. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I'm cutting that.